In the morning to you, my brothers and sisters, you're listening to St. Mark Bemidji's podcast, a place to join with others in striving every day through the strength so generously given through the Spirit to grow in faith in Christ Jesus. Before we get into today's meditation, I'd like to tell you about a couple of important ministries at our church that you might not know about. Did you know that St. Mark has an email prayer list? We would love for you to join us in prayer for our brothers and sisters and also for you and your loved ones and family, if you so desire. I don't sound out junk mail or try to get you to buy anything with it. I actually type the whole thing out weekly. There is no concern of our hearts that our Father doesn't want us to hear. We pray for many and varied topics. If you'd like to join us, our door is always open to you. Send me an email at john.kirk at stmarksbemidji.org, and I'll get you added to the list or tell you more about it. We also have a school that offers K-8 through grade education in a safe, supportive Christian environment. If you're ready to help give your kid the solid foundation they need to be the light of the world, let us know. If you don't have kids or yours are already grown, don't forget to tell your friends about us. Enrollment is already underway for fall. Our tuition rates are quite reasonable. And lastly, if you're listening to this podcast during the week of 23 April 2023, you're invited to join the Lutheran Women Missionary Society Spring Circuit Rally, which will be held on Saturday, April 29th at St. Mark in Bemidji from 9.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. All are welcome to attend the rally. You don't have to be a woman. The speaker is Joni Vaughn, presenting on the Central Africa Medical Mission. And now, on to today's meditation. The Word of a God the one true God, comes to us from Romans 5, reading verses 12 through 19. We read, Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, and death through sin, and in this way death came to all people, because all sinned. To be sure, sin was in the world before the law was given. But sin is not charged against anyone's account where there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even over those who did not sin by breaking a command, as did Adam, who was a pattern of the one to come. But the gift is not like the trespass. For if the many died by the trespass of the one man, how much more did God's grace and the gift that came by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to the many? Nor can the gift of God be compared with the result of one man's sin. The judgment followed one sin and brought condemnation, but the gift followed many trespasses and brought justification. For if by the trespass of the one man death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life? through the one man, Jesus Christ. Consequently, just as one trespass resulted in condemnation for all people, so also one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people. For just as through the disobedience of the one man, the many were made sinners, 
so also through the obedience of the one man, the many will be made righteous. So far the word of our Lord. As Christians, we love the honesty of God. We actually love the honesty of God. He looks into our hearts and minds and he calls it as he sees it. Exactly as he sees it. Whether the news is bad, whether the news is good, whether that news makes us sad or it makes us happy, or anywhere in between, it is, he says it like it is. He calls it as he sees it. He tells us everything that we need to hear. So we will look at the only news that you can always, always trust. Allow me to quote Paul. He says, Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin, and in this way, death came to all people because all sin. How does that verse make you feel? However it does make you feel, this is the news that you can trust. What you just heard, you can trust. So that means it is not floods. It is not pandemics. It's not war, not cancer. Sin. Sin is the worst thing that ever happened to humanity. It is that and that only. Sin is the thing that actually enslaves us. Sin is what blinds us to our own sin, so we can't even see it. Sin hid the truth of God's rescue from us as well. And it did that to everybody. Children. I would love to say children are exempt from this, but children are not immune from this disease of sin. How do we know? Because they die. Not one baby would ever die if they had no sin. Not one cute little child would ever die if they had no sin. So we see that. It infects everybody. Old people are not immune either. Even as we grow wiser, God help us to grow wiser. We have people like, who are teachers, very respected, who are not immune from this. Pastors are not immune from this. We are all full of it. And we can in no way conquer it. Death is the only promise that sin keeps. This is most certainly true news. News that you can trust. And don't trust your feelings as you hear this news. And in this certain truth is what makes the comparison then that Paul puts before us beautiful. And beautiful is what I say. Adam brought death to all people through his sin, yes. But there is another. There is that second piece of news that we can all listen to and trust just as much and is just as certain. Jesus died for the sins of all people. And yes, that means children, women, and men. Jews, even Gentiles like ourselves. He did not exclude anyone, people you like or dislike. No one is excluded. So that's why Paul writes, and I quote, So also the result of one act of righteousness was justification for, that brings life for all people. And he adds, So also through the obedience of the one man, the many will be made righteous. This is the most wonderful news that a human being can ever hear. 
This is what we call objective justification. And as soon as you hear a term like that, you're like, oh, no, understand what this term means. Jesus' death was not for a few, is what objective justification means. Jesus' death was for the many. And I invite you, you don't have to, but look at verse 18 in your worship folders just for a second. If you look at verse 18, you'll see in this case, many means, you see it? Everyone. Just think what this means. Jesus was willing to die for somebody, whether they would go to heaven or to hell. Our sinful nature looks at that and says, Jesus, God, are you insane? You wasted your time on billions of human beings. Did Jesus waste his time on Judas Iscariot? If we say that he did because of what happened to Judas, that opens a Pandora's box and it results in a change in how we look at every human being, including ourselves. No, is the answer to that question. Did Jesus waste his time on Judas? No. In fact, this shows us the kind of God that we have. A God who knows what's going to come at the end, and yet he speaks to Judas anyway. And I'm not trying to focus just on that one man, but he is an example of what is true for every single human being. This is a God who is filled with love that is so completely selfless, it is beyond comprehension. Totally beyond comprehension. But we can believe it. Jesus didn't check to see who was deserving of his death. He just died. We need to be careful, though. We need to be cautious, then, that we don't listen to the con man, the grifter that is inside our heads, right? The sinful nature that says, you're a little better than the rest. Because obviously we're a little better, right? Because there's people who don't believe, and I do believe, in this Jesus. Don't listen to the grifter. And avoid, reject that grifter by remembering the first half of this sermon, which was, what are we without Christ? Right? Yeah. With that in mind, we can appreciate all the more what God has done for us and for all people. And with this in mind, it makes our lives in this world meaningful. Think for a second. In seeing what Jesus has done, already has done for us and accomplished and completed on the cross. We find purpose for our lives now, here, on this planet. Not just waiting for heaven. And what a gift that is. Without purpose, people find so many ways to waste their lives. So many ways to even lose their lives. Right? I just saw an example of a gentleman who, I don't know why he videotaped this, but he just bought an ultralight. Right? Those things that actually can fly, even though there's just a little engine and a little fan behind you. And he bought this thing, and he mounted his cell phone in front of him, and he took off, and you see this growing smile on his face, but he did not clear the first tree line. And you see the horror on his face as that thing goes flat on his back, down, through the branches, and hits the ground. I don't know if he died. And no, I'm not saying God has forbidden us to fly ultralights. What I am saying is we find and create so many ways to waste or to lose our lives here without meaning. But with Jesus, turn the whole world upside down and on its head because now life does have purpose. 
And our lives are not wasted now by trying to figure out and scratching our heads with talking heads and news sites, what is truth? What really is it? How can we ever really know? You don't have to waste your life with that at all. You know what truth is. Christ crucified. Are we accused as Christians of making that overly reductive? Sure. But it's true. Christ crucified. And you don't have to worry also about those other category of things that are not certain and that God has not revealed. Instead, we simply put those things into his hands and trust him. Is that hard? Yes. But we put those things that are uncertain and unknown in his hand. Our purpose, as we look to what Jesus has done, is narrowed down to. Jesus has died for your sins too. Telling someone that. Knowing that, trusting that, and telling someone else that. That means, if you are the very first person who has ever talked to somebody else about Jesus, you can actually tell them with certainty, Jesus has forgiven your sins. You don't have to hesitate. Granted, as you get to know their situation, you might bring some law in after. But you lead off with the gospel. Jesus died for all your sins. And I mean brother, sister, I mean all of them. And when the Holy Spirit, if, when the Holy Spirit creates trust in that person's heart, that is when they finally, finally begin to benefit, benefit from, the Jesus, from Jesus' forgiveness on the cross. That's why you tell them it matters. Just think. We don't have to worry if Jesus will forgive certain sins or not. And we've all got our own list of certain sins that we wonder sometimes, our sinful nature wonders sometimes. Even when we're repenting, am I truly forgiven? We've all got those lists of sins, right? But we don't have to be uncertain because Jesus died for all of them. Now, is that a license to sin? Without even answering that question, I will simply make this statement. Sin that we grow comfortable with still has the very real ability to eradicate the free gift of faith. That saves us. But Jesus loving. And so dying. That is the reason. That is what leads us to want to be holy. That is what actually leads us to try and follow the commandments of God. Knowing we can never be perfect in them. Not in this life. And as we do that imperfect following of his commands. His beautiful commands. We do that covered with the immaculate holiness. Of Jesus Christ. So keep on holding on to that promise of the immaculate holiness of Jesus Christ, knowing that on the last day you can stand before the infinite one with no fear. And that says a lot. Paul's words this morning tell us two pieces of news that belong together, they will always be together. So let's remember both of them. Let the law of God, that's the one, ring in our hearts, in your heart. We still need to hear God's law because the law leads us to recognize, oh, that's why, that's right. That's why I need to have a rescuer. Because I sin. And when we say to the Lord, Lord, you died, you actually died for me, knowing all of my sin and the sins I don't even know, and you still died, how can I thank you? Tell me. Tell me how I can thank you.
the law. Serves that purpose by telling you how you can thank him. You can show his love to another human being. That's how you can thank him. The law gives us our answer. And our salvation. That's the other news. That's the one teaching the gospel. We also need to hear what Jesus has done for us so we don't despair. We get that. And if you're down and out because of the uncertainties of life, it's like, how long is the media going to try to hide the next toxic train derailment? They sure tried to hide the first one in East Palestine. They waited on that one. There's a lot of uncertainties in life. And I just gave one tiny little example. In the midst of those uncertainties, let the certainty of Jesus Christ give you all the certainty you need. What could be better than hearing that your sin is forgiven and so you have peace, even a communion with the one true God? And it's true. So sorry, not sorry, BuzzFeed. Sorry, I'm going to nail BuzzFeed news as like the worst of a lot of major news outlets. Sorry, not sorry, BuzzFeed. Sorry, not sorry, Fox News. Sorry, not sorry, MSNBC. And any other major news outlet you can put a name to. No, God's word. Always and ever, God's word is the only news you can always trust. And it's the only news you'll ever need. Amen. We hope that today's meditation on God's Word has enriched you. Divine services are held right here in Bemidji, Minnesota at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Sunday school and adult Bible study is also offered between our Sunday services at 9.15 a.m. Our church services are live-streamed at 8 a.m. on Sunday mornings and are available afterwards on our channel, St. Mark Lutheran Church Bemidji. If you're listening or watching this podcast, you are cordially invited to join us in person next week and every week. This is our fourth year producing this podcast, and there is a large archive of devotional material online available if you want to learn more about God and His Word. Visit www.stmarkbemidji.org or look in the show notes in this podcast for a link to this and many other meditations on God. You can also search for St. Mark Bemidji on YouTube to find our channel. If you have any questions or you would like more information about our church and its ministry, please visit our website, which is once again, www.stmarkbemidji.org All scripture readings are taken from the Holy Bible, New International Version, copyright 2011, and are used by permission from Zondervan. Meditation's daily devotional is published by Northwestern Publishing House and is also used by permission. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider subscribing and telling a friend. May God bless the rest of your day. salvation free lasting to eternity